Hey everybody, it's Kara Knight. If you are a country music fan, you're going to love this episode. I catch up with Nashville recording artist May Estes from Hope, Arkansas. She was Arkansas's CMA Female Vocalist of the Year the past two years. Her very first music video of her career, Thinking About Cheatin', was exclusively premiered on CMT and she tours internationally, but she's coming back home to play some music and we talk about exciting events happening in Southwest Arkansas, what it's like for her as an independent artist chasing her dreams in the music city, where she finds her inspiration, and much more. You're listening to Right at the Heart, a podcast focused on sharing inspirational stories from our communities, presented by Farmers Bank and Trust. Along the way, you'll learn about managing your finances, news about community events, interviews with local leaders, and more. So get ready to be inspired as we get right at the heart of Farmers Bank and Trust. Thank you so much for taking time out of your morning. I know that you're so busy right now just to join me for the podcast. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell I'm busy from the bags under my eyes? <laughs> that would gave it away. <laughs> yeah. I totally relate to that. You are fine. Tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from and where you are now chasing your dream as a country music artist. Yeah, well, it's been a roller coaster for sure. Um, not a boring journey. I could say that no matter what. Um, I was born in Magnolia, Arkansas. That's where my mom's from. And then I was raised in Hope, Arkansas. All my family still lives there. Um, I graduated from Hope High School in 2012 and went to college at Henderson State in Arkadelphia. Yeah. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in mass media communication and I moved to Nashville in 2015. So that's kind of a general timeline. Um, I've been in Tennessee since 2015. So I come back in weekend increments to catch up with uh, my family and uh, being home. And so it has been a culture shock for sure, coming from small town Arkansas to what feels like New York City to me in Nashville. Um, I hadn't ever even used a parking meter when I got here. And that's (laughs) pretty small town. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I love that. Well, you mentioned your family. I have to mention this. You do have a connection with Farmers Bank and Trust. Your dad, Johnny, is our facilities coordinator. He is such a nice man. What is your family's take on this musical path that you have taken on? So I am so, so lucky with the family that I have. Everyone is crazy supportive. All of my biggest fans have always been related to me <laughs> until recently. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So farmers and my dad in general, I was thinking about how long he's worked there. And I know it's been at least 10 years because I worked there for a little bit after I graduated high school, before I was going to college, I had a summer job. Oh, really? um, and were you like a teller or what was your role? Uh, just kind of some admin, like uh, data yeah. entry stuff, catching them up on, on something like that. It was a temporary position until I went to college, but yeah. Um, yeah, he he loves the bank. We love the bank. They take great care of him and and he takes great care of the bank. And yes, um, he does. <laughs> they've always been so supportive of 
me and live music in general and growing the area. And that's so important to me. Um, being away for almost eight years now, I'm all about bringing the arts and just entertainment in general to the area to give us uh, something more to do than uh, hunt down some alcohol and <laughs> have, a, have a party somewhere. But uh, Farmers <laughs> has been Farmers has been crucial in bringing uh, growth to the area. And so I've luckily gotten to be a part of that. And I'm so grateful. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I've been with the bank for a little over three years and banking was totally new to me coming from journalism. And it's been a really cool experience and the culture is a lot of fun. So I love that you shared that. And the bank is sponsoring a really cool event for you in the next few days, a writing retreat for female songwriters. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, we're making history, first of all, which is pretty cool to be a part of. It was an accident, but I'll take it. Um, So my friend Josh Matheny is from Magnolia. Um, He's an incredible instrumentalist. He plays dobro, which is like a resonator guitar. And he plays on all the number one songs you hear that have dobro on. He plays for Carly Pierce, Sam Hunt, uh, Lee Bryce. Dustin Lynch, a lot of stuff on the radio. And uh, he was all I knew when I moved to Nashville. And um, he had, I don't know how long it's been going on, several years, probably before he and I met, but he hosts a writer's round at Magnolia Arts in Magnolia. And we do kind of an in the round style. Um, We're not legally allowed to call it the bluebird style, but that is, uh, (laughs) it's weird. It's mirrored after um, the style that the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, which is a historic songwriting uh, venue, but you all sit in a circle and you face each other and the audience is around you. Um, and it's kind of just a magic, uh, a magic show with a format that kind of is exclusive to Nashville. So Josh had that idea to bring that to Arkansas and He's actually expecting his third baby any second now. So this is the first show he's not able to come down with us. So I took it into my own hands and was like, hey, what if we did this all lady round? And it's the first one at Magnolia Arts with four female songwriters. So Farmers was so, so kind. I'm an independent artist still. So that means that I wear every hat in my small business. And that's exactly what being uh, an independent artist is, is running your own small business. So um, I am very busy doing all of that, but um, financially, I still struggle a ton because Nashville alone is very expensive to live in, um, but music just sucks it out of you. It really does. So, um, but I made the pitch saying, hey, I really would like to um, bring these four ladies to Arkansas and they have cuts by Luke Bryan, Thompson Square, Ashley McBride. I mean, these are incredible women uh outside of their talents even but especially uh cool resumes and (laughs) so I made the pitch to farmers and was like listen I don't know how I will fund a place to stay without help but I would love to have farmers be involved in this and um I think we're we're sure to get some great songs and then we'll end it all Saturday night in Magnolia Um, but we're also going to do a live stream as like a thank you for farmers so Friday night at seven o'clock central standard time Um, I'll have it posted to all of my socials, kind of tell a little bit of our story and play some songs for you. I've always been a big fan of local arts because I feel like sometimes it's a little bit um, 
pushed to the wayside, you know, like sports and things like that kind of takes precedence a lot of times. So um, I think that's super exciting. For those listening, January 14th at Magnolia Arts Center, and it starts at what time? I think it's going to start at eight this year, which is late, but I will drink a Red Bull and be ready to go. (laughs) I did see on the flyer that it said this is an album release party. Can you explain that? So um, (laughs) I have been working on my first project. Um, So it's an EP. It's not a full album. Uh, Again, just financially and as an independent artist, that's why you see so many EPs these days instead of full records because it's very expensive to record quality music and release it um personally for me it was anyways to reach the quality that I wanted and so I have been working almost eight years on getting my first project out I've really single so far which I'm super grateful to have gotten to do that but this will be my first EP so my first project we're going to print some CDs for the first time um and it has been interesting trying to figure out the best business model for that. So I've, I'm super transparent on all my socials and in general, um, probably more than I should be, but it's the only way I know how to do this thing. And, (laughs) and it's all, I mean, there's no rule book for this. The people in the highest positions in the music industry in Nashville still have no idea what's going on half the time. It's an ever changing industry. And so I've been learning as I go, but we started releasing singles last April. That's when I released Thinking About Cheating, which was my first music video that uh, was featured on CMT, which was a dream come true and had a lot of fun stuff with that. Um, But we have one more single coming out this month and then we've pushed the EP to next month. So February 16th, my first project will be out, but we are kind of prematurely celebrating uh, in Arkansas where it all began because, I mean, I've had people down there that purchased my first CD when I was still in high school. And so I'm excited to start getting those printed and getting them sent out and letting people know I'm still at it. That is so exciting. I did see a reel that you had posted. You were talking about hashtag DIY musician and like some tips and things like that. So can you talk about, you've kind of alluded to it, but living in Nashville, just the grind that you experience as someone who is trying to make it. Yeah, well, it's um, definitely looks a lot different where I'm sitting right now than it has over the years. But you truly just are as quickly on a high as you are on a low. Um, And so you kind of have to just keep this peace um, with whatever happens, happens and your value can't be in that. But a big important part of that for me is my family. I stay rooted in where I come from and they know who I am, no matter how many other people in the world know who I am. And they know what matters to me the most. And when things get too busy or too loud, they're quick to humble me um, (laughs) in the best way. So that's really, really what's helped me all this time. And I've built a Nashville family too. So I have family here that definitely keeps me grounded. Um, When I first got to town, I was 21 and ready to party. Um, Hope still a dry County and my college town. I graduated in three years instead of four, took a ton of hours of classes and worked on top of that. Um, so college was super jam packed, busy for me. Um, so when I moved to Nashville, it was just bright lights, big city, everything I'd ever dreamed of. Um, but I had to start working pretty hard as soon as I got here and worked 
three to four jobs at a time my first three or four years here. Um, And just literally showing up anywhere I was invited. I sang on any microphone anybody would let me sing on, wrote with anyone who would get in a writing room with me. Um, It is exactly what you said. It is just a grind. And it is so impressive to see people who stay here. I I truly do what I love for a living. It is now my full-time career. I'm a professional recording artist and songwriter, which is insane. And all you have to do is have that as your profession and get paid for it to say that. So if anybody wants to come for me, they can. Um, But, um, and that's insane, but it is still very mentally taxing, physically, physically taxing. I've missed so many birthday parties and funerals and just time with my family. They're all still, you know, at least seven hours away from me. So there's definitely a ton of sacrifices. And just because it's something that you love and you're passionate about and it's a dream come true, doesn't mean it's not still very, very hard. And it takes a ton of hard work. Um, and you have to believe in yourself a whole lot and you got to surround yourself with people who believe in you too. So that's kind of been my my whole Nashville journey wrapped up. Um, I signed my first publishing deal in 2020, which is what got me out of the restaurant industry permanently after COVID hit. And um, I've been writing for them. This is my third year. So that's when I got to go full-time music. Uh, and I've gotten to tour in Guam, Diego Garcia, Singapore. Uh, we went to Sweden last year to play some music. We're going back again this year. It has been an unbelievable ride for a girl from small town, Arkansas. (laughs) That is so cool. And it's going to be really neat to just, you know, watching you now and then a few years from now where you'll be. And I think your values play a lot into that as well, which leads me into my next question for you. Our core values at the bank spell out the word heart and it's kind of who we are at the bank as a culture And so what is the heart behind your music? Where do you find inspiration for your lyrics and who inspires you the most? So I definitely pull from real life majority of the time. Um, I am a full-time songwriter now, so I write up to five days a week, every week. Um, So I do have to create a lot more just to use the muscle Um, then write songs that I'm going to sing every one of them and put them on an album, if that makes sense. So I do have to pull from TV shows, Pinterest, social media, people watching out my window, uh, (laughs) hearing stories from friends or hearing drama, you know, from the grapevine down in Arkansas. If you got some juicy (laughs) stories, I need them, girl. Um, (laughs) But I love to... I love to say something like it's never been said before, whether that's a love song, whether that's, um, you know, shining light on domestic abuse or things like that. You know, my cheating song is a great example. That was authentic to me. I got married in 2020 and had a (laughs) a newlywed husband. And I was like, listen, we're not going to have to worry about cheating because I'm going to tell you if I ever feel the need, I'm, I'm that direct. And so I brought that, genuine conversation into a right and we got that song called thinking about cheating out of it but I love that (laughs) I know I think my I think my ultimate goal as a creator in general um is just to make people feel seen because nothing feels more comforting to me than to know that whatever quirks I have whatever story I have whatever I've been through 
that I'm not alone and I'm not crazy in any of the thoughts or feelings that I have. And so whether that's dying a bar and it's like, I want to party and I want to drink, whatever, or it's something, you know, super thought provoking, like thinking about cheating or a million of my other super deep stuff. I can't wait to get out. Um, (laughs) It's, it's all pulled from an authentic um, place and it's all just worth it to see one person feel like I get their story and they feel understood and seen. And so I think that's the goal with my entire brand. We're trying to dolly part in this thing. I want to yes. um, grow, grow uh, outside of Nashville, outside of the country music genre. I hope to use this talent that I truly think is just God given uh, the ability to connect with strangers. I truly just feel like a vessel and I have no control over it and I have no idea what I'm doing, but God keeps throwing me bones when I need them. And um, I'm just listening so far, but. I hope to really use my gift to make the biggest difference and help the most people possible. So we're still in the startup phase of me trying to pay for dinner every night, but uh, (laughs) I'm optimistic and faithful, you know, and thinking that we will be able to do really big things with, with all of this. I love that. And that's, what's so beautiful about music, you know, when people can relate to a song or get them through a difficult season or you know a hard situation with marriage or friendship or whatever it may be I think that's awesome so authenticity is always applauded in my book and you mentioned this earlier you were the Arkansas CMA female vocalist of the year last year and the year before which is pretty cool can you tell me some more proud moments that you've had over your career Yeah, well, that was definitely surprising and unexpected. Um, I finally had some music out um, enough to be qualified for that. And then I'm the first female to win it twice in a row. So that was another like historical moment for me. So that was really, really cool. Um, I'm excited for those again this year. I have a whole lot more um, that I'm qualified for. So excited to be in new categories and keep meeting Arkansas musicians and Um, there truly is nothing more special than being recognized, um, in my home state of Arkansas. So I hope to continue to grow, um, a music community down there. Also, um, I've gotten to play the Bluebird Cafe a ton. This is, um, the first time I played it, September 4th, 2016. Um, and then I have my first round and my first Sunday spotlight up here too. But the Bluebird Cafe was my biggest dream when I got here alongside the Grand Ole Opry. Um, and so we're still waiting on the Opry, but I feel like 23 is going to be a pretty good year for those odds (laughs) and, um, gotten to play the Bluebird Cafe. I've gotten to play, like I said, travel internationally. Um, my first time out of the country was being paid to go perform for our troops. Um, I went with armed forces entertainment and we went to some air force bases overseas and that was unbelievable. So that alone is enough to die happy on um (laughs) I recently went to Park City Utah and worked with all female veterans on a retreat with creative vets so they're a company that partners songwriters with veterans and we kind of have a therapy session and uh hear their stories and hear what they want to say and we put it into a song for them so that has also been incredibly rewarding for me because 
you kind of throw noodles at a wall in Nashville when you're writing songs every day. And so to have um, that instant gratification of knowing that you helped someone tell their story. And like you said, music, music is absolutely medicine. Um, so to literally feel like you are helping someone in their healing process, that is uh, unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's such a neat experience. I can only imagine the songs that came from that. I have one last question for you. Our bank slogan is to us, your family. So I ask everyone on our podcast this question. What is your favorite family meal? Ooh, what is my favorite family meal? Well, I don't know that this is an entree, but mac and cheese could be my meal for the rest of my life. So easy. I'm a, yeah. I'm a mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, like any carb. yellow carb bread. Give me all of those things. I you know. do have to give my dad a shout out to, he makes some pretty mean deer chili. Um, oh. so I have to give him a shout out. That's a pretty good meal that feels like home. So he needs to oh. get on. He will love to hear that. I'm going to have to ask him about it next time. You'll hear about it forever then. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, that's okay. I love it. Is there anything that I did not ask you that you'd like to share? I just want everyone in my home state of Arkansas and and East Texas and everywhere, you know, down in that area. That's where I grew up singing was the Arklatex. And um, I started singing when I was seven in the Hope Fair Park Rodeo Arena, the Coliseum out there. And um, I'll never forget, you know, starting there and everyone that believed in me from the time I was that age to now and has supported me the whole way. And um, specifically really grateful for farmers um, for employing my dad and giving him such an incredible work environment over the years, but also supporting me um, and other live music, entertainment, growth in the community. Um, and truly just being a big family for the South Arkansas area. Um, I really respect farmers and I'm really grateful to have ever partnered with them and look forward to putting Arkansas on the map even more. (laughs) I love that. I am excited to see what you will accomplish because I can definitely tell to be big things. So thank you for joining me on the podcast. I cannot wait to look back when you are big time and listen to this and say, Hey, I interviewed her. <laughs> I've got all the details on how you can support local artists like May on our blog, right at the You can also keep up with her and her music, especially that new EP she's releasing in February on her website, mayestes.com. That's M A E E S T E S.com. Thanks for listening. Member FDIC equal housing lender. 